record. The following program contains swearing right from the fucking start. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to We Don't Do Stuff. I'm Sonny Dapp. And I'm Jazz and this is our podcast about stuff we don't do, but we will eventually. So this week I'm excited because I'm in our brand new studio space, Jazz. Yeah, exactly, man. It's got a better layer, hasn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. And it feels so more... So we're literally sitting opposite each other. Yeah. And we can actually have a conversation. And it also feels much more decluttered and lighter in here. So that's good. That's because I've been doing something. Okay. Which we'll talk about in a bit. <laughs> All right. Okay. So Jazz, what have we missed in Birmingham this week? So I've got two, three things, maybe. Okay. So there's something around called the Vintage Retro and Craft Fair. Now that sounds fun and interesting. Yeah. So obviously we've missed it. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So that was in Solihull and you could have had like live music, dancing. Uh, so you take it back in time to a vintage, um, a vintage time. Vintage think, era? Yeah. So okay. basically you could have like afternoon tea, retro shopping, clothing, yeah. shoes, jewellery, homewares, collectibles. And new items with a vintage twist. You know, for some reason, I'm thinking steampunk. I'm thinking, <laughs> no, it's it's not that one. Steampunk is like... No, no. Okay, it's not that. I okay. think vintage is like from the 60s, 70s kind of era, is it? Yeah, I suppose, or 50s. Maybe, I don't all know. All that era, isn't it? Okay, fair enough. It's all that, that vintage good. and retro okay. craft fair. Cool. But man. we missed it. It doesn't look like it's going to happen again. That's even worse. Anyway, the other thing that I thought looked quite interesting was, because you hear about this on movies quite a lot. Okay. Or you hear about people talk about it like back in the day. Yeah. An open mic night. Okay. So this is basically in a pub called... I don't know if it's a pub actually. It's called the Shirley British Legion Club. Okay. Somewhere in Shirley, I'm guessing. Yeah. Okay. Rather than owned by Shirley. <laughs> <laughs> Shirley's British Legion Club. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What are they doing? Like comedy and stuff? Poetry or I don't singing? Know. I, or? I thought you might know about it. Uh, nah, I literally have heard the link to see okay. what it's about. So, okay, that sounds that sounds alright. I, I don't know anyone is going there, but I could pass the details on to a few, a few of the people in my crew and all that. Might want to go do a stand Why? spot. It's all the way in Shirley. <laughs> I don't know, but they might be doing a regular thing in it. All the way in I Shirley. It, man. That's true, innit? Okay. I wouldn't go to an open mic night if you. In Shirley. <laughs> no, I, I would. I think it's for yeah. the people literally. To start to practice. Like, oh, yeah, no, but out, sometimes yeah. you get loads of like comedians and stand ups who just go to open mic and just to practice their material. Is it? Yeah, that's all they do because it's, it's supposed that you have to test some material mm. out before you take in it. What's the other thing? So, the other thing that looked quite interesting was it's a new car boot sale. Yeah. Which is being held in Birmingham uh, City Centre every weekend. And it's called Birmingham. Damn. It's called Birmingham Sunday Share. Okay. But obviously, you exchange goods. For cash. For cash, and you don't just exchange <laughs> yeah. goods, you know. Just... Yeah, so it is a car boot sale, but I think that's what they're calling it. Okay. And it's basically on Rear Street South in Digbeth from 7am to 11am every oh, it's Sunday. It's so early, man. I know. So I was going to say to you, do you want to go today? But I thought it's way too early, isn't it? 7 yeah, yeah, o'clock yeah. in the morning. But then and you don't have to get there for 7, right? Or is it best to get there for 7? It's probably best to get there for early to get all the deals, apparently. I suppose, and isn't it? bargains. And also, like... You know, when watching that stuff like Bargain Hunt and all that, and the people actually, sometimes people have some good stuff there, they don't know what they're selling in it. Hmm. Do you think people would be having any of them? Would you find any gems is what I'm trying to say? Yeah, but when we went to Car Boot Sale ages ago, yeah, like the traders literally walked around and the stuff that, our stuff that looked good, they took it off us, like they, they bought it off us and okay. put it onto their own stands. No way. Because they know that we were selling it because we were amateurs, innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they yeah. knew oh, that we so were selling it yeah. cheaper. <laughs> 
<laughs> and they know that they're going to hold on to it and make some more money and make it. more money from it because they're going to they're going to come back next week whereas they knew that we weren't going to come back no way yeah man so I never knew that there was some sort of like they were underground hustling, yeah and it underground anyway, so we, we, we kind of missed the, the start of that but it's happening every Sunday is it every Sunday yeah I think we should go one Sunday maybe check it out mm. okay I remember back in the day when Bobby used to go to car boot sales and, and he'd come back with like wrestling figures yeah or figures that he didn't even know wrestlers were had like used to have like uh, was it Greg the Hammer Valentine and all yeah. them people and like uh, what's that other guy when he used to cut hair he's a barber he's a wrestler mm. um yeah. Barbuster Brutus Beefcake Brutus the Barber Beefcake <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh no way man literally cannot remember those people man yeah they were probably like classic wrestling man that was before he became all what it is now whilst whilst I think that's the only thing that we missed okay that's the only other thing that we missed was yeah because obviously it was because it was Valentine's Day wasn't it yeah so there's loads of stuff going around because of yeah Valentine's Day which but, I missed yeah cool Why, did you get any Valentine's cards <laughs> did I, no I didn't no. I didn't get any yeah alright cool what do you um, say uh, we, I was uh, single on uh, Valentine's Day okay just like every other day <laughs> <laughs> no 364 days don't joke so basically yeah, <laughs> yeah. like uh, I, I was because I think I follow a lot of single people right yeah and you know like what just in general are you're on no, social media on social media <laughs> so basically you know you have like uh, unromantic couples okay and they're like they're like romantic couples show like you know like yeah, oh yeah. I did this romantic thing and then you've got this like new spate of people who are like being purposely unromantic on Valentine's Day on okay. Valentine's Day they'll be like oh like, I'm not going to be giving into this commercialization. yeah and I'm going to yeah okay yeah cool. and they'll be like oh it's just commercialised I'm not being nice to my partner this day and you're like you're not fucking nice to your partner on any, any day, day. You know? yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 that's true yeah. I, was, I, was bring, I find it really annoying though yeah, I was going to bring this up in it. so basically ages ago I matched this girl on Tinder in it. Mm. and this was like a good two or three weeks before Valentine's Day and she's like what are you doing on Valentine's Day and I was like nothing so yeah. she's randomly like oh let's meet then on it I was mm. like, uh, we should possibly meet before that because yeah. this is going to be weird, isn't it? Mm. But luckily that did not come to pass. So I yeah. just carried on doing what I was going to do on Valentine's Day anyway. Mm. I went to the gym. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought that was, that was more fun than anything else. So probably the gym was empty. Was it on Valentine's Day? Yeah. I think I went as well. And it was empty. It might be. It's always all, empty when I go. All the regular people were there though. That's yeah. the thing. So I think they just treat me as a normal day. But, but yeah. do you reckon all those people were single anyway? They probably were. They probably were, man. Hmm. But yeah, uh, what's what's been what's trending on social media, Jazz? Social media, what's, what's trending? trending? Yeah, that's it. Do you know what, man? It. You call me off guard, man. I was thinking, how do you know what the, <laughs> the thing's called? Okay, I so didn't. I've got I've got two things, and you got one thing, yeah. I've got two things, but I've got a feeling one of our two things may be the same. Okay, what's your two things? Um. Actually, let's just you, you you tell me your thing. Okay, I've got it was random acts of kindness day. Okay, I've heard about this. So called like is there is there a name for it? Yeah, I think it was hashtag random acts of kindness day. No, the the people who do these random acts of kindness, they got they got a different name for they got a name for themselves. But anyway, what is that, Jazz? What is that about? I literally got the name of the hashtag written down. I'm assuming okay. it's in the name. People just do random acts of kindness for people. Okay, that's cool. I don't know that. This. Why would you have it as a day? Is it just to promote that people should do it anyway? Yeah, yeah. I think it's just to highlight it and make it aware. Like, yeah. obviously, you know, you got these health awareness days. Yeah. It's not just uh, every other day, don't think about drinking or smoking. It's about just have building the awareness on the one. Yeah. I, th- I think it's like um, people need permission sometimes. Yeah. 
or people sometimes just do so they can share it on social media and be like oh I did this random act of kindness yeah I was but if you know, do, it's not random if you do it on a specific day though is it I don't know man and also I find as well like look it's good that people are doing kind things and all that but sometimes I think okay you know that's amazing that you've done something kind and you know hmm. but then sometimes people like <laughs> share it so much that it's not random they've done it for Facebook likes exactly yeah and I'm thinking to myself well, you know okay what what are you doing it for like hmm. there's a lot of people who you know who are doing so much like you know giving their time charity and stuff or even helping other people that's not any way benefiting them you know what I mean yeah that's you know generally a act of kindness and people are just doing it but I don't know man I feel like social media is just but do you know what random acts of kindness to date do you think that applies to yourself like would you randomly be kind to yourself so you could go <laughs> Go on a shopping spree I think to be honest with you I think more people Are probably not kind to themselves Yeah I think a lot of people I think sometimes We're harsher on ourselves More than anyone else hmm. But anyway This is our <laughs> This is our South Hard part of the podcast But it's true man It's I think more people Should be kind to themselves Yeah I mean That's the kind of stuff That I saw trending I saw some of the things I think I follow some Really random people For those kind of stuff To come up Yeah What else um, was trending I, th- I think the kind of I'm trying to see What kind of acts of kindness People have done it's going to be something like, I don't know, buying someone a coffee or something or... Yeah. So someone could actually help themselves and buy themselves a coffee because they're spending £5 on a coffee. <laughs> I, th- I actually think that's okay. Because <laughs> I'm taking the I'm taking So it. basically, yeah. <laughs> like, when people do random acts of kindness or yeah. any act of kindness or any kind of charity work, everyone always goes for the most, or in their mind, the most impoverished or yeah. the person is the most vulnerable. Yeah. Which is fine. I ain't got yeah. issue with it. So everyone goes for like, Blind people, disabled people, or how dare someone tries to help people? <laughs> no, I'm saying that these people make... do it, <laughs> yeah, to show like the difference. Okay, like you know, like there's a larger difference between, yeah, like oh, I I helped a blind person or I helped a disabled yeah, yeah. person okay. or whatever, yeah, and uh, but like your fit, fit, healthy, inverted commas people, okay, nobody would help, really. Okay, I know what you mean, yeah. So people, or they wouldn't put it on social media and say necessarily oh I bought this person a coffee a coffee or yeah okay. whatever's in it yeah yeah because people will be like yeah so what in it yeah but they know that in their head they're thinking that oh if I help a blind person or if I help or basically get more or, it'd be more accepted yeah yeah that's what as it is charity and it'd be it. more yeah I'll yeah I'll get the approval and the attention of others in it so did you do any random acts of kindness no I think I generally I generally try to be kind throughout my entire day and life anyway I think I do as well. I think I was saying to you that I pa- I park my car in a courteous way. <laughs> well, yeah, I was saying it. Like, Which we yeah. do. So our neighbours can... The neighbours who are kids, the neighbours who have got larger families. Yeah. You know, like, so they can park. Like, sometimes... It's just thing, little things like that, isn't it? Like, exactly, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um, but so yeah. our random acts of kindness, nobody knows about. And we don't talk about on social media <laughs> or podcasts. Yeah, well, we just did now, but... <laughs> yeah, but normally we wouldn't. <laughs> normally we wouldn't. But then there's yeah. so many other things we randomly do as well. And it, okay, yeah. so what's your other social media thing that's trending? Um, so basically, um, a sealed Nintendo cartridge game of the original Mario Kart yeah. you know, from the uh, Nintendo uh, entertainment system, yeah. the SNES, that we used to have, that sold for about $80,000. Okay. But get, get get the facts up and get the figures up. But $80,000, man. So that's crazy. And it was fully sealed in you know, that plastic thing that the games yeah. used to come in. And I was like, no way, man. And I was thinking like... So what is it called? Mario? It was just um, uh, Mario. Just the, the first Mario game, isn't it? Okay. I think I think that's the first Mario game. But that's sold, man, for that much. Like, yeah. what, what? 
you know, you, you're not the guy's not going to open it and start playing it. Hmm. It's not like oh, I'm going to start playing this Mario game. But it sold for a crazy amount of money, man. I thought that was nuts, man. And then it got me thinking. So it sold for 100k, same. Oh, 100k. Yeah. Okay. So Ultra Rare Super Mario NES cartridge sold for over 100k. And it was sealed in the plastic as well, it. Yeah. That's crazy, isn't it? Like, think about it. Like, I remember cartridge games back in the day when they used to come out brand new. It used to be 65 pound, man. Hmm. And there wasn't this whole thing about well, not that we knew of anyway. Exchanging, you know, you go to a game exchange or something like that and change it up yeah. or. That, that stuff didn't even exist man like people would buy it hmm. keep it but yeah wow man who what? bought it did they tell you did they say who bought it I don't know why would someone buy it though so these people are collectors and stuff yeah obviously innit don't, don't think some random geezer's bought it is going to open it I think it's I think it's crazy I think it's like no like idea. we used to have one like but just looking at the graphics is just reminding me of the game, man. It's been wicked, on not it? <laughs> Remember Duck Hunters off? Yeah. And it sometimes you felt like you could never shoot the dog, in it? Yeah. But you, could always, you could always shoot the thingy, but you could never shoot the dog, man. That is be crazy, man. Okay, so the other thing that I've got trending. Yeah. What's your last thing? It was um, it was Isis Bride. Isis Bride, I've got that as well. <laughs> Snap! It's a so, mind meld. Yeah, so basically, okay. yeah. The Isis Bride thing. Okay, look, okay. I don't, I don't know what this is. Yeah. I just basically saw it on social media. Yeah. I saw a lot of people a commenting lot of, on it. A lot of right wing people commenting on it. A lot of left, a lot of left wing people. people. I think everyone's commenting on it. I think yeah, the, course, the most yeah. um, uh, commented, the most comments that people said yeah. was "fuck off," basically. <laughs> but yeah, essentially, yeah. And yeah. I don't, you know, I don't even know where to even go with this. Like, I don't know, like, should tell you the, should tell you the backstory. I think everyone knows the backstory. If but you, you haven't seen this trending on social media yet. You either listen to this podcast late or well, okay. What, 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 what is media. the what is the backstory in it? Okay, so basically, some girl mm. who was when she was fifteen or something, she travelled over to Syria, and because she must have got brainwashed by some propaganda or something, yeah. Um, some ISIS propaganda and she basically travelled there she was from London Bethnal Green mm. and she travelled over there with three of her friends yeah and they've been there for like four years and the family reported them as missing mm. saying that these three four girls have disappeared mm. and uh, they've recently re-emerged mm. and apparently one of them got killed two of them are like missing they don't know where they are in it yeah and uh, one of them got in touch with was it the Telegraph or one of the newspapers? Yeah. Okay. So one of the newspapers and did like an interview and she was basically saying that I'm expecting a child and I want to come back to the UK now. Yeah. And everyone's basically saying No. Like fuck off in it basically yeah. in it. Yeah. So anyway, so that's the story. That's the story. And How it was trending it? because literally everyone's commenting on it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. So you can obviously everyone's weighing in their opinions. I mean yeah. in the end I don't know, like, um, what's it? What's the, what's that dude's name? So what's your opinion, and I'll be the opposite opinion. Well, my opinion is, I don't know. If you okay, look, if you, I think that first of all, she's clearly not right in the head. Yeah. Anyone who thinks that, you know, any of this hmm. thinks that I only, only want to go to a place where there's something like that happening, and. So it's a, I don't I don't know what the conflict is, man. So basically, yeah. is the ISIS fighting the Syrian people? I don't know. It's gonna have to take a Google search to figure that out. Because I don't, I'm not gonna Google search it. Yeah, yeah. Because it's just gonna be like so complex. I just yeah. think. So basically, my I, my assumption is that the 
But you can't. ISIS people are fighting the Syrians. Yeah, do you want me to Google it? Well, I think we should do because you can't. Okay, based on, on assumptions. Okay, look, but okay, look. Yeah, so I'll clearly, clearly she's not writing. She, I'm not saying she's not right in the head. Clearly, you know, young impressionable individual yeah. um, realized they made a mistake, and I'm thinking, okay, what's the danger of bringing her back into the UK? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, what is the what is the threat? And obviously, people will be like, well, you know, she could be a threat to this. She got links to terrorism. She got links to this. Hmm. But there's probably people in the UK who are probably more dangerous than her. You've probably got more. You know what I mean? That got hmm. you can probably cause more damage than that. And these are people are not even even yeah. related to anything terrorism related. It just hmm. could be a, a nuisance, or they could have um, garbage, uh, um, uh, racist views, or they want to hurt people. You know what I mean? Yeah. So this is what I think that. Okay, so basically, essentially, the Syrian civil war. Yeah. Which I'm assuming that I've got the right Wikipedia page. Yeah. Is a war between the government and the people who want to overthrow the government. Yeah. And. I don't know how ISIS fits into this. Like, literally no idea. I'm assuming ISIS is, like, prevalent there. Mm. And well, they must be it. the ones... They, must, they have to be the ones that are trying to overthrow the government, right? Well, it's it's, it's such a complicated issue, man. Like, I would I would only want to read up about it and then comment about it. Or make it <laughs> well, you had your opportunity. Yeah. Because you knew we were going to chat about it in the podcast. Well, I don't know. Well, I, was, I thought thing. my main thing with ISIS bride was going to be, you yeah. know, should... Uh, if they right to let her back into the UK, I think okay. she's a UK citizen. Yeah, then she deserves the right. And when when you know when does anyone give up that right? You know, if for example, if she was um, a white, well, basically um, yeah. Islamic convert, no, then I bet they'll be yeah. like, oh like my she, god, you got yeah, you know. No, but the thing is that if she went to over to Syria, yeah, and she left the country to join a terrorist group. Isn't that like... Treason. Treason, or isn't that like terrorism mm. in itself, yeah? Yeah. So th- so there's that, yeah? And the thing is that the only reason she wants to come back now is because the, the, they're attacking, like there's air raids attacking yeah. um, ISIS, isn't it? Well, so Syria, obviously yeah. they're losing um, um, their stronghold or whatever it yeah. is. So that's why, that's why she wants to come back. So she doesn't want to come back because... Like, if everything was good for her she'll probably stay yeah but because things ain't working out for her yeah she wants to come over but the thing is that why did she leave in the first place yeah like what was so bad here there's people coming all out of those countries yeah refugees uh, refugees and, and saying yeah. saying that that country is so fucked we want to leave that country yeah. to come here for a better life why would you go the other way around because that's why it was in the news because it was so shocking that somebody left yeah a safe haven essentially yeah. to go into a war zone that's true yeah yeah but anyway, so which are you saying she shouldn't be allowed in? Or should I, be allowed I in? think she she should be allowed in. I think um, I think the chip should be allowed in on the basis that they were saying that the Syrian government hasn't got enough because the Syrian government's been overthrown or they're yeah, battling yeah. this that they haven't got the resources to prosecute these people. Yeah. Yeah. So there, some people are saying that she should be allowed back in, so the UK government can prosecute her properly. Yeah. Yeah. So they can obviously do the inflict the law on her yeah yeah but I think at the same way just leaving her there is is wrong as well no I think it's fine okay like why would you why would you purposely bring a threat back to the country then how much of a threat is she but she she's obviously she was radicalised mm. and then she could potentially radicalise other people as well mm. 
Mm. But they're gonna um, obviously if they get back into the country. They're not gonna like uh, here's you know they're gonna put on, possibly put on their house arrest. They're probably gonna you know what I mean. They're not gonna change anybody like that. Sometimes I think they restrict people's internet access as well. If people commit crimes or you know you know what I mean. But do so, they though? But yeah. I don't oh, think the wood for her, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> I don't think. Her, I don't think. Her, the, I mean, there's people like if you if you're feeling bad for her because she's got a kid and she. No, it's not that. British I think citizen. it's um. Uh, I think or she's it's... a person. There's people getting killed in those countries anyway. Mm. Like, why don't if you feel bad for people, mm. why do they just grab any people who have got no choice to be there? Mm. Like she purposely went over there, and people saying, "Oh, she was influenced as a child." Blah blah blah. Well, I think so. When yeah. you was 15 years old, yeah. Was I influenced? Like, would you, as a 15-year-old, yeah. yeah. Would I can't you even get out got... of bed, let alone, <laughs> let alone, I don't know how, like. That's what I'm saying, would you, would you, how would you even go and think that you're going to get an airplane? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A flight and yeah. go to another country? Like, I personally think that the family or somebody was involved. And then well, so, so, somebody was definitely yeah. involved. Somebody, some, de- who, some adult or someone was yeah, involved. Yeah, because no way, like, I don't know, like. Like, how, how can three 15-year-olds just get up and just go? Yeah. Because like think about it, as a fifteen year old man, like I don't even think that I even knew what was going on. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But clearly something's happened there, man. Something's yeah. uh, influenced these girls to go and do something like that. And then when you was listening, did you listen to her talking on the report? I don't know. I've been. I mean, I've been off social media, and so I'm okay. Like, so basically, the girl was saying, yeah, that the guy was interviewing her and said yeah. that, do you regret joining? She goes, I don't regret going. Yeah. Or something like that. She said, I, I don't regret joining ISIS. But she said the caliphate or something is losing their stronghold. Yeah. And the guy goes, what kind of atrocities did you see? She goes, I saw a beheaded head in the bin and it didn't faze me. What? So she said that now. Oh like literally God. in the last that is scary. two, three days. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, I watched some Facebook videos. Yeah, of people popping pimples, man, and that was gross. Yeah. That was that's that's gross, that yeah. gross. Yeah, grossing me out, man. <laughs> I was thinking about it for three or four days afterwards. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And just bloody pimple popping phased me. Ugh. Do you know that's what I mean? Sick. It was nasty. Even yeah. you just saying it, man. I think I made more reaction out of that <laughs> than the, someone's beheaded. But head. think about it, a beheaded uh. head, man. And like it, the thing is that she went over there to support yeah. people to attack the government of that country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, like, if she's here and she doesn't believe in the government here, right? Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's, that's what he's saying. So okay. she's going to be, like, potentially... She's not going to be supporting the government here, is she? Yeah, she ain't going to be like... But she yeah. might be like, hey, the, the other side's losing now. <laughs> she's not going to go to the pretty British Legion Club open mic show, is she? She might do, man. She might get on uh, get an interview on Good Morning Britain. The Sun might be, like, an interview with Isis Bride. So, I mean, the British tablet's going to probably have already, and they're going to eat it up, man. I reckon they probably will let her back in. Yeah. On the basis that... Is it MI5 who's... She's going to be living there, <laughs> No, who's our secret service, man? Is it MI5 it's, or uh, MI6? M- M- it's IMF. <laughs> it's not MF5. Impossible Missions Force. It's not, yeah, it's IMF, isn't it? The MI5's kitchens, right? Yeah. Okay, it's not them guys. But basically, yeah, whoever the special forces are, they might want to... Interrogate? Interrogate her, because they'll find out more about, like, ISIS and that. But the thing is that she's also, even in the in recent news reports, saying, I had nothing to do with the terrorism. I'm like, I was just a housewife for the four years that I was there. Yeah, so I don't know yeah. what's going on. But if you want to come back into the country, she should be, like, on the news report saying, yeah, I know what's going on. Bring me back and I'll tell you what's happening there. <laughs> 
not saying oh I don't know what's going on and also 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 there's they're changing the people we need <laughs> apparently the government's saying you need we need more skilled workers so yeah. GP should be like this is all the things I can do yeah okay um and, and she's earned 30, 30k can you believe that's what they're going to change now if you're like a if you're coming as a, as a worker in the UK mm. you have to earn up to 30k people in the UK don't earn up to 30k man exactly Average. but you know what though yeah they should not allow this girl back in I don't think fair enough I think on the basis sh- that she left the country like I know yeah. she was 15 yeah and people can argue that she was 15 and she yeah. was influenced I mean if you know if people can have a brainwashed. viewpoint and then change it yeah and then everyone's like wow you learned something good for you yeah why can't no this but person? this is like the the extremist point of view man very extreme like this is like you literally got out of your house that morning and you caught a flight man and to do that it takes planning because yeah. like, you know, she didn't just end up in that situation but she planned they need to find out they need to find out who the hell who the hell set the itinerary who the hell made this happen but the thing is that there's bloody videos going around about the, of the dad mm. who's in propaganda videos not propaganda videos in uh, marches and stuff yeah where there's people marching against I don't know what they were marching against but yeah. in videos where he's so, so so far her dad's just in videos in <laughs> a march these videos could be like anti-war videos these videos no, could be like no they're not anti-war videos they're like <laughs> they're, they're marching or protesting against something but I don't know what it is maybe it's <laughs> yeah, for or against something okay yeah <laughs> so yeah her dad's in something videos something that doesn't align with the views of yeah but that's a lot, a lot doesn't yeah the British public yeah, yeah. well let, let's stay in the, in the European Union yeah. <laughs> that doesn't align with the British public can it they get so basically yeah I don't think she should be allowed in Fair enough And okay. it was trending on social media But the thing that Calm down out, Tony Robinson No no <laughs> No Tony Robinson Tony Robinson is <laughs> the guy from Time Team So basically yeah, <laughs> The thing that's pissing me off About the social media comments sir, Yeah Like people are saying Oh they should send her family back there Yeah I know yeah Like so what that's the fuck racist Like you know like, like if, it's just, if it's just her Yeah And uh you know, I like mean that person wouldn't like it if um if their kid who's you know caused some ruckus on a council estate yeah and then they said oh imprison the, the family the, the entire whole family, family yeah. or yeah. the entire family must be like that or yeah I, I, man, I've seen some horrible things man on uh, social media like, you mean comments or comments yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> no yeah pimple popping as well man yeah you know what I mean but anyway so like th- those comments are annoying were a bit yeah. annoying yeah and the other things that were people were on about was uh, what what else were people saying. Just a general racism that Oh like this. Um, Oh she's going to come over here And she's going to have uh, Loads of uh, benefits. benefits and shit in it Yeah Do you know what I mean? Yeah Okay I'm done on that Thank Okay you. What cool. you been doing? What, what, uh, what we've been doing Okay um, <laughs> What I've been doing Okay so I've been going gym And gym's been good And okay. uh, And that's it man And then what does that mean? So watching? you're on track on your on Gym tra- target Well I don't even on track On my gym target I think I'm enjoying The process of going to the gym Going mm. four times a day Enjoying the running Enjoying four times the swimming Four times a week yeah. Sorry Yeah fucking that would be different wouldn't it? Four times a day mm. Yeah I'm enjoying that And I'm not even looking at it As oh, I've got a target I'm just looking as As we said earlier on Like a full lifestyle change And this whole thing Where it's like You know It's just Part of my everyday Hmm you know what I mean have my one day off in the week have the weekends off to do what I need to do man how about yourself what have you been up to uh, it was Valentine's Day so I did nothing okay. yeah so I went gym but what I did do was because remember we were saying that we weren't going to go on Nando's yeah. or however long no but we did go in January didn't we yeah so it's been a month yeah so you got so your I went to Nando's 
So you got the new February Nando's, yeah. So got that intake February yeah. Nando's. Okay, cool. And uh, so that one we went to was one near IKEA. So like, obviously we've been doing a bit of um, spring cleaning. Yeah. So I wanted to go and get a few more bits and bobs from IKEA. So when I did that, so that was pretty good. Yeah. And the other thing that I did was I finished the DIY. Amazing man. Even though my friend was saying, remember? Yeah. That I don't finish it. But your problem is, is I started but don't ever finish it within a set amount of time. Or oh, that it's not, it's it's not, it's stopping doing DIY. That yeah. was your problem, isn't it? Most people have the issue they can't start it. You, yeah. You can't stop it. Like you're always doing something. Right? Yeah. Always so we did DIY. that. Yeah. I mean, that friend who was commenting on that also, we went down to her house and she yeah. was showing us how to make uh, sushi. Which was awesome. Yeah. yeah. It was just so like simple in it's the way it was made. Like you always think it's going to be made like, like it looks simple in it. But yeah. There's a technique to cooking the rice. Yeah. So she had this like little mat thing, didn't she? Yeah. So which, she had this uh, little mat thing to roll the sushi. Yeah. That made out of bamboo, innit? Yeah. Then yeah. she had like cling film around that. But it's probably just to keep it clean, I'm keep guessing. Keep it clean, it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, And then what was she using like, was it those sheets of... Uh, seaweed. Seaweed. That was pretty cool. Um, we probably do not know any of the Japanese terms for this. Yeah, I don't know what it was. <laughs> so basically she had, she said there has to be a special rice for sushi making. Yeah, so it's a sushi rice and it's sticky rice. Sticky rice, yeah. Yeah. And, used, and she um, put in some like kind of like sticky rice vinegar or something like yeah, that. Sticky yeah, sticky rice vinegar. Yeah, that's what it said on there. And also uh caster sugar as well. Yeah. To make it But I never knew that sugar the thing the is rice sugar, sugar in there. Yeah. But when she put it in there I could really taste the sugar. Yeah. That was weird, isn't it? Yeah. But I think it was it was it was it was nice man. Like yeah. the sushi like was making um, it fresh. Yeah. Like the fish the crab sticks. Mm. Or uh, the fish sticks, actually. The prawns. Yeah, they probably were crab sticks. Yeah. No, they, they remember Alan Partridge? He's saying that they used to be called crab sticks, but then apparently they found that they never had any crab in it. So they just had to call it fish sticks. Okay. Because then. <laughs> I never knew this. I think it's those other around, but I think that's what it is. They can't be called crab sticks. Hmm. So they just be called fish sticks. So they don't just they don't be anything. Okay. Yeah. So, so it's just, it's just like a fishy kind of. Yeah. Flavor, but yeah, it could be any in the any sticks, yeah, but it could be any anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, creature. Okay, yeah, yeah. But that was, they were tasty. Yeah. Um. But if anything, it made me actually want to make my own. But I think I'd probably need to practice a bit more. Yeah, yeah. But it's cool, man. Cause I, I mean, mm. I love, I do enjoy eating sushi, man. I never just get that and just make it in time of fuel. Yeah. But then again, like kids go out and eat it as well, isn't it? And it's probably nicer going out and eating mm. fresh. Yeah, you know I, mean, I mean, her sushi was good. Oh wow! <laughs> Someone's unappreciative, <laughs> but I was gonna say it wasn't better than the one that we had in Hong Kong. Of course, which it yeah. never was gonna be. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we went to a specialty place in Hong Kong, and she was just there making it at home. Yeah, as a yeah, <laughs> as a goodness, a random act of kindness for us. And exactly. That. All right, cool. That was that was that was cool, man. What else are we doing, man? We doing anyway. So would you recommend her? Would you? Would I go again? I'll definitely go again. Um, yeah. And I would definitely recommend her as I'll say yeah. Tell her to get down a house Make okay, some cool. sushi yeah. What other baths have you been in? That's it Spring cleaning as well man So we managed to throw out Three bags of Unwanted clothes yeah. To a charity shop So, so did she good. ask you Whether you wanted to sign up To some The gift aid stuff Gift aid stuff Yeah I did man I really You signed up to it But it's fine We don't get charged anything Yeah It's just that they get to uh, Extra Charities get Because we're a taxpayer Charities get um, Extra 25p For every pound well, how I don't understand this I don't know but I, I read upon it and you, I know about it as well yeah so like, my first thing was always does this affect me does this affect my tax and like, nah, they just get they just get that so they just get it yeah. that did not make sense to me at all but you can next time just go in just use just say uh, my postcode our postcode and it's fine alright but they get more money basically innit? okay cool uh, what else do you do uh, that's it man um, other than that literally just films and 
So we went on our little mini movie marathon again. Yeah. We? So we're trying to do what a hundred films in two thousand and nineteen. Yeah. Which... So we're on to number six. <laughs> oh my god, no. it's gonna be we long. ain't even in double digits yet. Yeah, it's gonna be long, isn't it? Yeah. But some of the films have been good though. So what's the first film we want to talk about? Is so it... the first film we should talk about is How to Train Your Dragon. The Hidden World. The Hidden World, yeah. Yeah. Um, initial thoughts, man. Like, so that was a sequel to the How to. It was the third one of the How to Train Your Dragon trilogy. Yeah. I don't know what the second one's called. You know, I can't remember what it's called. Or was it? Or was it How the Number Two Train Your Dragon? I don't know. You know. I don't think I'll have that. a look. But um, um, uh, yeah, carry on. But yeah, I mean, this film this. initial thoughts was um, I enjoyed it, and the great thing is that you don't need to watch the first two to understand what's going on. I think I have hmm. seen the first. Two, yeah, I think it's called Land. How to Train Your Dragon? Yeah, the Land of Dragons is yeah, number yeah. two. But it's been a while since I've seen them, so it was fine. You know, it was good. I liked the whole um, the CGI was good, storytelling was good, um, the dragons were cool as well. Uh, the characters yeah. good, and it was a nice fitting, a fitting ending to the whole trilogy in it. Yeah, so I, don't I think, th- I think gonna... they wrapped it up quite nicely. Yeah, so I don't think it's they're going to be good. anymore. But it was, it was good, man. I had this is the thing now like quite a lot of these films like because we got the cinema pass it's easy mm. to go and watch it but mm. if you ain't got the cinema pass then I wouldn't I don't know man like would I watch this again probably not because I felt like I don't need to watch it again yeah would I recommend it if you're a huge fan of the How to Train Your Dragon franchise go and watch it mm. Um, other than that I mean you'll probably watch the first one on Netflix the second one's probably on BBC iPlayer and then you can watch the third one in the cinema if you want to but so this one didn't make as much money as the other one so yeah. the budget for this was 129 million. Yeah. And they've made currently 172 million. Yeah. But is that like um how long how long has the film been out? It's only come out this weekend. Okay. So yeah, and it's going to make a lot of money is going to be made next weekend because it's half term next week. All right, cool. So this this is what they're doing with the film. Because you know the number 2. Yeah. The How to Train Your Dragon 2. Yeah. Cost 145 million. Yeah. And made 622 million. But the, the third one's going to the third one's going to make a lot of money. You reckon? Yeah, yeah. I thought the third one was good, man. It's a, it's a good film, but it's like, um, for me, it's. I think it was a good film, but I just, it just didn't hit it for me. Hmm. Like you know, a lot of people are gonna like it. A lot of people like the characters as well. I like the mythology. I like the the whole storytelling of it. You know, then this was probably. I think this these set of films for me are better than. I say probably better than the Sh- Shrek films because the yeah. Shrek films. The first one is okay. The second one I really liked. Hmm. But the third one I didn't like at all. But this from the DreamWorks. Yeah, I think the thing that the reason I like this film was because the the main characters. Yeah. Like the dragon and the kid. Yeah. They both got a disability, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah. And he doesn't hinder him in any way. Yeah. And it's not like a massive plot point. I can't remember the other two films, but yeah, it's just like the kids just doing doing his normal stuff in it. Yeah. And um, I like the the interplay with the characters as well. Mm. Um. But yeah, no, it was good. It's good. Yeah. And like no one's there like helping them because they're disabled or whatever. Yeah, they're yeah just, that's some of that stuff in it. They're yeah. just doing their shit in it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Like which is what pretty much what most people do with the disability in it. Like they yeah, just yeah. get on with their life in it. They don't expect yeah people to come and start helping them cross the road just because they're blind. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> now it's true. And I've like I've yeah. seen people like um people who are visually impaired or blind walking around, um, and it's it's amazing how they can manage. You know, like it's good. You know what I mean? And mm. It frees up a lot of people, man. I say yeah. I signed up to this app called um, I can't remember what it's called, man. It's like Visualize or like Be My Eyes. Yeah. And it's basically so you, uh, loads of seeing people sign up to help be eyes um, yeah. for people who are blind or visually impaired. Mm. And if the person who's blind has, if they need help identifying, I don't know, 
two colored different t-shirts and they're like I want to know which one the blue one is they'll log into the app send out an alert to say uh, I need hmm. I need your services and it will the app will ring someone hmm. and then someone will answer it and they'll be like hi I need help deciding which which is the blue t-shirt hmm. and that's pretty cool eh? that that's is like fun. yeah but that's, that's technology's meant to yeah but there's also this like uh, meme going around or like this news thing mm. where there was somebody walking around with the the um, stick can it yeah what is it called I don't know no. I was going to say blind stick but that's that's probably not right on PC isn't it yeah 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 so basically she's walking around with like a stick yeah the white stick and uh, she was also looking at her phone okay and the people were saying that oh so she can't be blind because she's got looking a phone. phone yeah but the thing is that you can be legally blind but still have some vision yeah because you can be legally blind and have a TV yeah so basically you're your vision around like some of your peripheries hmm. might be affected so that might make you yeah. blind or you might just about be able to see out of like one particular and that eye person you know you can use your, your phone's got an ability where you can read the screen yeah. so you know it don't mean that you have to be seeing the phone yeah. and your phone you know you listen to podcasts on it you can listen mm. to you can use it as a radio yeah. so these people are just oh, man mm. some people are. because I went to um, uh, some government thing man. I can't remember what it was man I went somewhere. I want, to, I want to say it was the job center, but it wasn't the job center. I went MFI somewhere. training. And there was this guy who was visually impaired. Yeah. And he had his face next to the screen. Like, that's how bad his visual impairment was. <laughs> Why am I laughing? And he had the, the font size on like 72 or something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not laughing still, at that. <laughs> no, but the guy was still doing his job. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it didn't affect true. him. That's true. Yeah, fair enough. And he was still like talking to me and he went through whatever he was doing. I can't remember yeah. what he was, you know. Yeah, yeah. But he was still like reading through did the stuff and just did everything. Hear about this? Um, I don't know if the guy was going to be a judge or going to be a lawyer or something. Well, you know, I've seen Matt Murdock, but this guy in Britain, I think he was going to be a judge. Wanted yeah. to be a judge, and he was visually impaired. And then I think he finally passed that he could. But then you had the other politician as well. Can't remember his name. Uh, who's visually impaired? Isn't it? The Labour politician. I literally cannot remember. Oh yeah, I think I know now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. David Blunkett. David Blunkett. Yeah, David. I think it was David Blunkett. Yeah. Yeah. So it's um, now it's it's that thing as I want to say about um, for example, like the Paralympics. Like that's when the real feat of human thinking occurs, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Why but, are you using puns like feet? All <laughs> oh, right, okay. I don't know. Oh, that's what you're laughing. At. I mean, I just think that that's just. I think it's amazing, man. You know what I mean? That's yeah. Sort of, that sort of stuff, man. Anyway, but, so we were how to train dragon. Yeah, okay, get sidetracked. Okay, but yeah, how many? How many? Uh, I think the film was enjoyable. Yeah, it was good, and the story was good as well. Yeah, and it wasn't too heavy in it. The story it was like yeah. quite light, it's quite easy to yeah, follow, yeah. which obviously has to be because the kids' movie. Yeah, yeah. But I think I'd probably give it like three and a half. Yeah, I go stars. with I go with about three. Yeah, in it. yeah, yeah. I go with three. Yeah. It was a good I, film. I think three and a half, four stars because. Like sometimes when you're watching these kids' movies, they're like they're a bit they're a bit annoying in it because yeah, yeah. like you know they try to be too top heavy on the message in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas this was just like it was enjoyable enough, and you kind yeah. of got the message, and it was nice in it. It was like reasonably good action yeah. to watch. No, I actually think about it, yeah, they had some good themes in it, man. Yeah. Okay, that was pretty decent. What was the um? How many? Dr- okay, three and three and a half stars. Okay, cool. I was gonna say how many dragon eggs would you give it? But <laughs> three and a half dragon eggs. Okay, yeah, cool. three. So. Cool. Okay, so the next film we went to watch was. Kid Who Would Be King Yeah Which was a retelling of The, the King, Knights of the Round Table King, King Arthur, Arthur story Tate, wasn't yeah. it King Arthur For the Tate. modern day world So um, initial thoughts on this I thought it was good I'm th- thinking back and I actually liked it 
for yeah. some reason though because this was written by the same guy um, Joel Corny should done Attack the Block and um, mm. stuff for some reason I thought this was going to be a comedy similar to Attack the Block yeah. um, and it wasn't so I think my expectation of it was to be like oh it's going to be a mm. you know a ball I mean, comedy doing, yeah. with street kids and all that mm. I mean it's doing pretty well on um, uh, on Rotten Tomatoes it's got like 89% yeah no it's got it's got really good it's got good reviews yeah, yeah. so it's definitely worth checking out but it's like a British fantasy adventure isn't it yeah and uh, the guy you're talking about Joel Cornish mm. did you say that he's directed films like he wrote and directed Attack the Block Attack the Block and all that stuff yeah, yeah. so he's um, so this was this was good man so this is um, initial thoughts here really enjoyed it really good um, I kind of felt it was the only criticism is the fact it kind of was too long yeah in certain parts mm. but I think if you obviously you wouldn't notice that if you're sitting there and you're enjoying it as much because afterwards I was just like I was waiting for you and like some of the kids were coming out the cinema and they, they were loving it but like if like kids who are watching it at that age or younger are watching it and they're just yeah enthralled in the story they were loving it yeah they're I like, think I the love kids this and like, I love that and I love this I think like if kids who are like six or seven might find it a bit scary yeah but I think like anywhere anyone between like seven yeah to about fourteen fifteen kids your old kids might yeah, enjoy yeah, yeah. it. I think also I love the whole mythology on it as well. Um, the way that it's a, a fresh retelling on the whole King Arthur story. Yeah, it, it wasn't like how. You know, sometimes you get the Hollywood who's going to remake King Arthur and it's just the same. Yeah. The story. It was, you know, had really good takes on it. Um, mm. But yeah, would I, I was going to say, um, the actors are good as well. That kid, like, I think his, was his surname Circus? I want to know if he was like, he, for some reason I'm watching him and he looks like a young Andy Circus. Yeah. <laughs> and is that because I think I was, I was trying. Oh, his? Is his father's Andy Circus? No way. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny on it because I was yeah. seeing the surname conference. I was thinking, is that his dad? Yeah. Or is that you know, is that his son? Yeah, um, his Andy, his father Andy Sex also an actor director. I think all the all the kids were good in it though. That's what made it really good. Yeah, you know, from uh, the uh, the kid who played um, Alex and then the guy who played Bedders as well. He was good as well. Yeah, his, um, so, so Andy Circus is the guy who's does all the more cap stuff. More cap stuff cap in it. Yeah, like, and Gollum yeah. and uh, Plenty of the Apes yeah. and. Uh, He's claw as well. Ulysses claw. Yeah. But sorry, yeah, Karen, you're talking yeah. about the other actors. The other actors are great as well. The girl who played Lady K as well. What was her name, man? Rihanna. Yeah, Rihanna. she hasn't been in much. Rihanna Doris. Rihanna Doris. She was good as well. Yeah. And the guy, um, the guy who played... Lance. Lance, he was good. And I think what I liked about it as well is that the characters all had a story arc and they all changed. And yeah. There was really good themes as well. And the, the kid who played Merlin was obviously good as well. Mm. Like he, I think as soon as he turned up though, he was... Um, like obviously it could be because he's older as well or... But he, 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 I really liked his thingy, man. He had a good vibe in it. Yeah. Like when he came on screen and all that. Hmm. I mean, and that uh, girl looks really familiar, but I don't know who she is. Um, uh, that Rihanna Doris. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it's, um, yeah. But I think it's that thing as well, like, like, because that, to me, the, the people, they're jamming and they're jowled, you know what I mean? Hmm. As a, as a class. And, uh, I, I, I thought it was good, man. I was thinking about it. When I first came out, I was thinking, oh, I'm not sure on it. But I think, yeah, man, like, Easily about three and a half stars. Mm. I'd give it, man. How about yourself? It was good, man. But I mean, yeah. there was like quite a bit that we were saying was spoilt in the um, uh, trailer, trailer yeah. wasn't there? And there was this bit which I, I was saying to you that I would find it quite scary. So it's a bit where he calls the lady of the lake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, so they fill up the... Uh, it's in this trailer in it, so it's not really much in it. Yeah, yeah. So they fill the bath up. So the lady... The, yeah. Yeah. And they he says, lady of the lake, can you return Excalibur? Yeah. yeah. And all of a sudden this hand just pops out of the bath yeah, in yeah. it. That's I said if that happened it. to me in yeah. real life or you know like if I was there and that happened yeah. 
I'd fucking shit myself. Seriously, innit? <laughs> like, that's like some ring shit, innit? <laughs> it is, innit? Like, yeah, you yeah. know that scary woman from the ring, innit? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's like mean, one of those scenarios, man. I don't know, but I'll tell you what this film done for me as well, though. It made me, like, interested in the whole... Because, you know, everyone always talks about uh, King Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table and mm. the whole British um, mythology or... I don't even know if it's British mythology, man. I don't even know. I think um, it must be an it But it, I think I think that's probably even the right word. Anglo-Saxon mythology, or is that the right? I don't know. But you know what I mean. For a long time, it made mm. me interested. It has something hasn't made me interested in that, and this actually did. Saxon, so, Saxon, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So this actually made me interested in that, and it was also like they were picking out all the. Oh wait, there. The British leader, medieval histories, led the defense against Saxon invaders. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. So, on. yeah, okay. You're just throwing out random words at it, man. Yeah. Okay. But I think that's what this film done as well. So hopefully, for a lot of other kids, it'll probably make them interested in... in history. In history, yeah. Yeah. And especially in the country as well, though, you know. And, and also... Finding out more about... Yeah. And, learn, and learning more about... Because it, it took on a, It went for a little tour as well. Yeah. And, like, it was showing you bits of... Um, and I don't know how much of it was... How much is real, how much is just made up in the... For the story, but, you know, obviously, like, stuff like Stonehenge was real and interesting... And the little bits in the UK they were showing as well. Yeah, there's a lot of greenery, a lot of like yeah. things to see around uh, UK, yeah. isn't it? So, so it made it interesting, man. It made. A... Mm. But once again, you had like kids going on a long adventure, and uh, they change their viewpoints, <laughs> <laughs> exactly, <laughs> and they yeah. want to come back. Yeah, so I say don't let them back in the school. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, oh, you... so are you saying like that's what happened to that ISIS bride? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nah man These guys went on an adventure For good man Okay okay Not for A Good and bad is just a Is a point of view Ben I'm taking the piss now Oh I'm serious Okay so Okay what would you What would you give it So I would definitely Um I, I think about four stars in it Yeah, yeah. I, w- I wouldn't watch it again Because like we've seen what happens yeah. But I think I would Recommend it Yeah yeah No um, definitely man Four yeah, stars definitely yeah Cool man uh, so, Moving on to Final Final book yeah, so film? the final film we watched was Green Book. <laughs> yeah, Green Book. Okay, straight off the bat, um, thoroughly enjoyed this film. Like, I'm going to give it, straight up say that it's, uh, I'm going to give the star rating straight up, man, five stars. You're going to give it five? Yeah. I think four. Four? Four and a half stars, uh-huh. yeah. Okay, four and a half stars. Okay. Yeah. So basically, so Green is Book it? is a, a bibio, biographical, yeah. I was about to say bibliographical. Okay. Like, trying to make it sound like it's Bible, you know. Okay, okay. Okay, so Green Book is a 2018 yeah. biographical comedy drama directed by Peter Farrelly. Yeah. Who's that dude? Peter Farley. So Peter Farley's directed stuff like Dumb and Dumber. Is it Farley? It looks like Farrelly. Farrelly, Farley, Peter Farley. Okay, I don't know. Directed stuff like Dumb and Dumber, something about um, something about Mary. So the Yagiza does a lot of comedy. Hmm. And um, so, yeah, so Green Book is based on True Story. Yeah. And so it's basically, about... yeah. So the, the True Story is that there was an... Uh, um, African-American classical jazz pianist called yeah. Don Shirley. Yeah. And it was about him going on a tour. And the tour was him with his trio. Yeah. Plus their driver, which is Tony Vallelonga. Tony Lip, we'll call him. Tony Lip, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that was his uh, moniker in it, as yeah. it were. And it, it's not the lip. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, it's based on true events. Yeah. But obviously, a lot of it has been romanticised. Yeah. And uh, the the film's named after the 
I'm not even going to say a the guide. words. So like basically, racist, it sounds racist, man. So basically, it's, it's a Moltres Green Book guide for black people. For black people in it. And it yeah. was created because um, in that time when it was created, in, parts, the, 60s, in yeah. the 60s, parts of America were not safe for black people. Yeah. And especially when they were traveling down south. Hmm. Um, you know, they needed spaces and places to eat, yeah. sleep. And it was... You know, the film was probably, you're absolutely right, probably was romanticised and was it yeah. showing how horribly black people were probably being treated yeah. or were treated. Yeah. And the Green Book existed because, you know, this guy needed, the guy was a guy who used to work in the post office. Yeah. What was his name? And Vigo or Victor something green in it. Victor H. Green. Victor H. Green. Yeah. Um, you know, he created this, this Green Book. So when black people were travelling, they had safe places to stay. And yeah. they actually had places to stay. Yeah. Because, you know, it's not a spoiler alert. Victor Hugo Green, yeah. Victor Hugo Green. It's not a spoiler alert where in this film, you know, the uh, Don Shirley is traveling in the South and he's a reared artist. People love his music. And it's horrible the fact that he's he's playing in one hotel or restaurant. Yeah. He can't even use the facilities. Yeah. And that just was making me so angry, man. <laughs> Like, oh, is it like, yeah. what the hell? But you know, like I was reading some like stuff around it and somebody yeah. wrote, was talking about this green book and they were saying, yeah, but why, why do, why would black people want to travel around America around that time? And it's like, it's really freedom. We well, the freedom. Yeah. And like, what if they wanted to go to see their family? Yeah. What if they wanted to go and see their friends? What if yeah. they want to go to a wedding, a funeral? Like, you know, they might want to go to anything in a different state and they yeah. want to go and stay there. You know what um, I mean? Like they don't have to stay in one area. Yeah, like, and then not, even that's going worse. For a bloody tour, are they? Like you exactly, know, it yeah. might not be. You know what I mean? And the fact as well is that it's that you're absolutely right. It's a freedom to travel the country. Yeah, but I mean the the film stars um uh, some good actors, isn't it? Yeah. So Mahershala Ali yeah. and uh, Viggo Mortensen. So Mahershala mm. Ali was, you know, that this we were talking about this. So he's won um BAFTA and uh, Golden Globe. Yeah. For best supporting actor. Mm. And we were saying that, wait a minute, the film was about him. Yeah. How can he win Best Supporting Actor? Supporting you were Actor, yeah. yeah. Like, it doesn't make sense in so it. But then, then when you look at it... Yeah. The story was produced by Tony Lip. Yeah. And his family. So once again, it's told from that perspective, um, the white perspective. And yeah. That's, and that's interesting as well, because the idea is meant to be that this guy changed from his viewpoint. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, you know... But you know, like, this Tony Lip guy, yeah? Do you yeah. know that he was an actor as well? Because yeah, was so he, he also was in, in the Sopranos? Yeah, I think I remember seeing that, and he's actually in the film as well. Isn't it? I think he makes a cameo in the film as well. Is he? He's but dead? you know, is he dead? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How does he make a bloody cameo? The okay. dead. From. Holy shit! <laughs> actually, that makes more sense. <laughs> I remember seeing it on the cast list, but then I must have been looking at the character names, thinking, "Oh wait, <laughs> the actual." <laughs> that happened to me last time, Zaylo. I saw a cast list. I was like, no way, they cast their entire family. But I was looking at the character names. <laughs> I was like, no way, they're all related, you know. I was like, wait a minute. It's all the it's all the names of the Yeah. Okay. This dude he was also in one of your favourite movies, man. He was in Donnie Brasco. Oh yeah, that's Tony an Lippo. amazing film, man. Yeah. Donnie Brasco. So this was And he was in Goodfellas. So this was interesting. Um mm. that's also a good film. So, okay. And Godfather. So the thing I loved about this was the chemistry between Viggo Mortensen and Mahersha Ali. Mahersha Ali like the guy's phenomenal, man. As an yeah. actor. You know what I mean? So, he, he, so he was also in like uh, Mahasha Mahasha Ali was also yeah. in um, a couple of comic book movies wasn't he? So he was in He was in Luke Cage played Cottonmouth he was in um, 
Alita Battle Angel. Yeah. So this guy, he's got some... Smashing in it. I thought he was yeah. wicked in it. And you're saying the chemistry between them was good as well. Yeah. And, and Viggo uh, Mortensen, man, I didn't recognise him from... Uh, yeah, he apparently put a lot to it. You know, he yeah. apparently eating like pizza and stuff. He was eating... Like, he said he full-on went eating Italian food. Yeah. So like the only film that I recognise him from is Lord of... Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But he, it was the funny King, when... It? Yeah, it was funny when he was in Lord of the Rings because obviously like everyone's just seen him as like full beard and all that, looking yeah. rugged and all that. And then he turns up clean shaven and all like, apparently uh, like people on the internet or not on the internet back then or the newspapers and like people were like, oh my God, have you seen how he looks with that beard? And they're yeah. like, so they literally fancied him when he had like that gruff look going yeah. on. But but yeah, the, the, um, the film was wicked, between the two people And I think good. the showing of that time and the way the people's reactions were yeah. and the way the people reacting towards things, it was just horrible, man. Yeah, but we were saying so... that like a lot of this was like told from Tony Lip's point of view. Yeah. When really it was um, uh, Don Shirley, the, the pianist. Yeah. He was they didn't really delve into like what was happening with him in it to them so it was what was happening to yeah um don shirley from tony lips point of view yeah which that's, i thought was a bit wrong wasn't it yeah no way, it does it? yeah because yeah. now i think that they need to make because even if they made a film which i don't know if the studios are going to finance film about um uh, victor hugo green yeah or, you know i mean creating the creating the green book the actual yeah. green book Hmm. And they, they're gonna be like, oh, no one's gonna want to watch that. But a yeah. lot of people are gonna probably want to watch that. Cause that's such a fascinating thing where the guys like, look, man, I'm gonna create this book. Yeah, it's a, a safe place for people to stay. Yeah, you know, and what like I mean? why it was, not it? Yeah, but you know, I was watching um uh, some people talking about like um uh, the Green Book and all the rest of it. Yeah, and uh, I think were we watching something as well? Yeah, and like when they were talking about the racism, the white people. In the studio on the panel, so we were watching we're the, the view in it. Very where they were interviewing. Um, yeah, Whoopi Goldberg was uh, interviewing Mahesha, Mahesha Ali. Yeah, um, and you're right. The 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 panel on the view, um, you know, the white people on the the, the panel, they were getting very very uncomfortable. Uncomfortable when they were mentioning the racism. Racism, yeah. It was just horrible, man. Yeah, like the whole just thinking about the whole like some the parts of the film were like really really nice and you're laughing and you know they got really good. Let's keep saying really good chemistry bits mm-hmm. that makes you just laugh out loud. Um, other parts of the film are just cringing man you're like oh my god this is sick yeah like, how, the, how the hell can people still hold these views man you know what I mean yeah and the fact do, that people were holding it back then as well but yeah man mm. wow but this film but yeah it was like... good man I think the the setting of the film was good I thought the music was really good as well yeah the stuff like, that, the that Don like... Shirley was playing and stuff yeah, yeah just the music that he was playing and just the general soundtrack of the movie was good yeah. and I think like the um uh, just just the setting of the film I thought it was like really nice like the way that they filmed it and all the yeah, rest yeah, of it because yeah. there's a lot of film, uh, films there's a lot of filming in the car isn't there yeah and like the just the interaction between the two like they definitely like were it, it was nice man it interesting was like, characters in it yeah really mm-hmm. really good I think what I loved as well is um is that obviously both you know the the characters you know everyone that first of all on the physical journey of the car and stuff but everyone in the involved in the film the characters everyone goes under some sort of thingy you know I don't want to spoil it but everyone goes on a journey everyone goes yeah. on a thingy and that was great to see as well mm. but no I think this this was wicked and I can see why it's so it's they had like game. this massive character arc where they yeah. developed and so basically like uh, Tony Lip yeah. saw black people in a different light yeah afterwards didn't he after yeah. spending because like, it, it was a, it was essentially he was a racist he it? was racist yeah he yeah. was racist man. Mm. and I think that's nothing was all the way we don't know how much they toned down for the film yeah like it would have been interesting to see if he was how racist he was but this is what something like it was always like 
it's always fine when people are being racist, um, especially when they are the other mm. or the ethnic, and they're not. Um, I know white, white American, for example. You know, it will be racist towards another group of people, and then when you see someone who's racist towards them, then they're like, "Why are you being racist towards us?" Mm. So I always find that interesting. I'm thinking, well, you shouldn't really be being racist towards any other group of people mm. because in the end, someone someone can be racist to you. Yeah. So I think that's always, um, mm. and I think that I, think I don't like, want to spoil the film, <clears throat> yeah. but something like you know, you mm. know, these kind of things make you <clears throat> uh, opens your eyes to things, doesn't it? Mm. When uh, so I think like. Uh, I was gonna say a final comment, but I don't know if there's a spoiler in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it might be. It was something funny to say. Like, to the, like the way to end racism is for every white person to go on a road trip with a black person. Yeah, <laughs> essentially, in it. Imagine that. Imagine that it becomes part of like it comes part of people's everyday training. That like you it's have just, to. <laughs> yeah, you have to go. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you what I mean? have to do. It. That'd be mad, funny man. And it, like someone from like the EDL, the EDL, EDF. No, one one of them is electric people. <laughs> one <laughs> of them is electrical fireman. <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't it? They have to go on a road trip with um. That's nuts, man. Yeah, but anyway, so that was a good film. I so mean, I'd say, recommend it. I'd watch it again. I would recommend it and watch it again. Yeah. Yeah, and you know what? The film, like we were looking at, I was looking at, I was looking up on it, and I didn't realize that the running time was two and two hours and ten minutes. Mm. Like that was a film that you're sitting there watching and you're just there like just watching it all, man. Yeah. And the great thing I loved as well is that audience was packed as well. Yeah. Because obviously I think it's been months since this film's been out mm. um, in the UK, and um, it was just nice watching it with an audience as well and just seeing mm. the audience laughing and reacting to yeah. bits. I feel like I made the film, but you know what I mean. It was just nice. Like, it was good, man. Yeah. Like you know, watching. Actually, the only thing like, that happened in the cinema, which was a bit weird, where there was some guy sitting in our seat. What a dickhead on it. <laughs> and like. He he was literally in the seat next to us. Yeah, so I mean, so he he was obviously him and his missus in a seat, and like you don't sit in our seat, man. If you you you've got the other seat, yeah, just sit. It's not gonna make a difference, isn't it? It's not gonna make a difference, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> so I was like, thinking, I was even saying to you that why was the guy sitting in our seat when he's literally in the next seat? I don't know, man. Yeah, that was weird, isn't it? Like, I don't do that to yourself, isn't it? Yeah, don't embarrass yourself. What we do next week, man? So did we say four stars in it? So yeah, four stars. Four. You said five stars in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want to knock a star off on it because I think it was um, needed more Mahershali in it. Yeah. So okay, so four so stars. Unfair, isn't it? <laughs> definitely, Dan. Definitely check it out if you can. Yeah. So next week, I've got nothing planned. But I'm just literally going back to work. I'm doing. Um, so I'm going uh, going gym. Um, I got a meal at uh, Tamatanga. Going for hmm. that, so I should be fun and interested. Yeah. And um, I'm also going to watch a day show at um, uh, at the Rep. Hmm. And then possibly, if I'm not too tired, going to because we John Prov is going to be doing a show at Serve Bar, uh, March six. So we're just going to go and check out the venue because I got a, uh, a, a vintage night happening. Okay, that's cool. This, so Sounds you cool. might check that out. But yeah, uh, any emails or tweets? No emails or tweets. Okay, and, cool. But you can check us out on social media and Twitter at We Don't Do Stuff, or you can email us at We Don't Do Stuff at gmail dot com if you've got any suggestions or feedback. Cool. Um, I've been Sunny Dap, and I'm independent. And Tudor McCartney. That means no problems. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. I was gonna say, why didn't you say bye? Bye. Bye. <laughs>